It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. What? It's Friday then. Saturday, Sunday. What? Yeah, it's okay. What's up? This is Jeff. Welcome to Jeff's podcast. And before anything else, I would like to shout out to Facebook user Kirikachi95, also known as Chavez. And I saw on the gaming news website that she cosplayed their favorite Valorant characters from Wild Games, including Viper, and the latest is Neon. For those who know about Neon, Neon is the latest character from the fourth episode update titled Disruption, and she's a Filipino agent who surges forward at shocking speeds, discharging bursts of bioelectric radiance as fast as her body generates it. She races ahead to catch enemies off guard, then strikes them down quicker than lightning. Neon is played by voice actress Benil Velasquez, and she is very proud for the entire team of Wild Games to bring a Filipino character to life. This is definitely a perfect fit for the character role for cosplayers and netizens are received mixed reactions, but mostly they receive positive feedback from local and international gaming players alike for the game character. Valorant is now playable on the PC published by Riot Games, and it is based on Valve's Counter-Strike video game. It's an FPS or a first-person shooter online game. Today, we're talking about Unlimited Global Works. Unlimited Global Works. Yeah, it was like the title inspired came from the Fate series mode, which is Unlimited Blade Works. Japanese animation studio Global Works is keeping busy for producing not one, not two, but three anime titles that they are going to produce for the winter 2022 anime season. And I only watched two out of three anime shows produced by Global Works. The first one on the list is Hero's Akemi Sailor Uniform, and I only aired the first three episodes of the animated series, and definitely a must-have anime that I'm going to see it. It's a slice-of-life story that centers on Akemi Komichi, who lives out in the countryside with her family. She enrolled at the Wobai Academy after her entrance interview, and she wants only two things, to wear the school's sailor uniform and to make a hundred friends. A hundred friends! Just like Soko Komi from Tomohito Oda's Comic Can't Communicate, where she has a severe communication disorder, she encountered exceedingly average schoolboy Hitohito Dadano, and subsequently, he resolves to help Komi to reach her goal of 100 fans. The animated series received full detail. I mean, the art is really detailed for the characters, the animation was full of fluid motion, and the environment gorgeous. But there was something strange about the character designs. There are even postcard shots, an aspect of older anime that I miss a lot. My entire experience watching this episode was surreal, a little confusing, and seriously uncomfortable at unexpected points. This one is weird, but not in the way we usually mean when we say anime is weird. That's very much a detriment, as the entire goal of the writing seems to make things as relatively mundane as possible. It's a similar vibe to last year's Super Cup, which sought to capture the energy of quiet, everyday emotions in ways that felt incredibly true to life. The animated series is played by Dialogue Plus Manatsu Murakami, and this is her first breakout anime role since she is a member of the group, and also the voice of Yusuka Kucho in Libre Entertainment's Q anime, 
which is based on the mobile app and the anime is ongoing, where the series runs for 20 plus episodes. Murakami encounters top talented voice actresses among all producible roles in different anime projects, such as Akari Kito, Konami Kohara, Miku Ito, and Soa Amamiya. The show has plenty of female characters played by female voice actresses. Just like Slime 300 anime, where all Yuki plays Asasa Aizawa in the anime. Overall, the show receives its good, purest form. It's fun, and if you want to watch this slice of life story, then the show is fun to view. The art is really perfect, and Kiro did a great job of making character details for the manga and anime. So I'll expect what's in store in the upcoming future episodes. And next on the list is Shinichi Fukuda's My Dress Up Learning, and it is about cosplay making. Just like the previous series is Kotoba Inoya's Smile Down the Runway, and I only watched the anime back in January 2020, which is one of my picks for the winter 2020 anime season. My Dress Up Darling centers on a high school freshman, Wakana Gojo, who dreams of becoming a Hina doll craftsman until he met popular classmate Marin Kitagawa, who sees him making doll costumes in the school's clothing room. Marin wanted to make cosplay for a while, and observed Wakana's skill in sewing asked him to create the costume of a character from a video game that she adores. Despite the fact that Wakana had no experience making a costume on a human scale, he was inspired by Marin's tenacity and agreed to make one for her. This is Shoya Isige's main character role after he played Yusaku Fujiki from Yu-Gi-Oh's B-Wings with a letter B as in violin, not B as in boy or brains, and Yun Arikawa in Netflix and Toho's Godzilla SP. Ishige is going to play the role of Wakana in the anime, and Hina Suguta, she is known as the voice and guitarist of Toko Kirigaya of Morphonica in Bushiroad's Band Dream, and this is her first breakout main anime character role. Of course, she's blonde. Toko is blonde, and Marin is also blonde. Two blonde characters in one voice actor. The series is definitely worth a shot if you're looking for a light-hearted edgy manga that still retains a linear plotline and engaging characters. Did I just say that the show has edgy on it? Um, yeah, a ton of fan service will be delivered with, wait for it, girls with cosplay costumes. It's a simple storyline, pure rom-com and edginess elements make these shows irresistible. However, this is probably not one of those god-tier manga or anime that will be remembered forever. I enjoyed the show from the very get-go, but one moment that particularly stuck out to me and made me feel compelled to yell at my cosplayer friends to check it out immediately. There are a lot of ways to approach an opposite attract style rom-com, but the most important element is that you need to establish a strong, relatable person for your star crushers to fall for each other. As an added bonus, the ending theme song is very catchy, and the song is performed by a Japanese cosplayer and singer, Akari Akase. Akase told on her Twitter page about the music video that her cosplay week said costume and makeup was done by herself. She needs to pay attention to the worldview full of glittering dreams. For example, one scene of the classroom shows a colorful space like a school festival, which gives the feeling of the intersection of the extraordinary and the everyday. Better check out on her TikTok account and also on her YouTube channel. And last on the list is Tokyo 24th Ward, and I haven't watched the anime which produced by Cloverworks. It was directed by Naokatsu Suda and writer Piyo Simokura, centers on childhood friends 
Gabe, Mike Akagi, Kofi Suido, and Shuta Aoi, as they will try to protect their beloved 20.1 and the future of its people in their own ways. It is an original animated series which has not seen based on the manga, light novel, or video game. Chief Animation Director Kiminoi Ito has been chronicling his pessimistic thoughts about the anime's production on his Twitter account. Not only has he frankly stated that the production is significantly behind schedule, he has also gloomily predicted an animated breakdown within the coming episodes. So there you have it about Unlimited Cloverworks and my friends already watched several anime shows from Cloverworks such as The Promised Neverland, Darling in the Fangs, Pascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai, Wonder Egg Priority, Bohemia, and Shadow's House. I did watch other anime shows produced by Cloverworks but I'll think about it. What is your favorite anime title including the winter 2022 anime titles produced by Cloverworks? Let us know in the comments. If you have comments or suggestions, let us know in the comments. Follow Jeff11 Manchester on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to youtube.com slash kifaboy. Well, that's about it for Jeff's podcast. This is Jeff. We'll see you in the next podcast.